I knew you'd come. Listening to Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, the Supreme Dream and the Irish Nightmare. He's seven foot tall, and he's no longer in the company. Ooh, he used to be big, Cass. He was the tall mass, and now he's just a heavy ass. He gone. He out of here. He must have done something really bad to piss off the wrong people. Because that's the only thing that is the explanation, I think. Oh, we forgot the... We're back with another show, motherfucker. (laughs) Okay, yeah. So welcome to another episode of Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast. And yes, it's true. It's damn true. (laughs) Big Cass is gone. Um, In a, I mean, shocking move to most people because they didn't think it was going to happen like this and not this soon. But Big Cass was fired because uh, a lot of different reports are coming out now. of reasons why, but... I heard one that was random. I heard one because he was a drunk fool. Yeah, something about kicking a door down in a bathroom, uh, of a bathroom on the bus that they were on in the oh, European tour. Yeah, in the UK tour. Yeah, um, I, I heard another one, Well, which I think we even talked about when it happened, the old um, Daniel Bryan midget segment. Yeah, that was part of it, and ev- evidently he, came, he went into a... Or rumor has it he was in an altercation with Vince and Shane, so... Mm-hmm. I yeah, don't know. yeah. I mean, everything Probably that kept the last coming two out. People, I'd want to get in an altercation <laughs> with. Absolutely, but I mean, everything. All indications were that this is, was the type of guy he was in the back, like just uh, going off script and going, even asking Vince the idea and Vince saying no and him doing it anyway. That takes balls to do. Yeah, it seemed like his arrogance got the best of him maybe this time. Yeah, yeah, he, and he, he seemed like he had that type of personality anyway. Those fucking New Yorkers, you know. <laughs> I'm not going that far, but okay. (laughs) So, um, I mean, that was big news, and it actually kind of trumped what what came from Money in the Bank. Yeah, that was big news, but, I mean, this is why we're recording on a Wednesday, because WWE had a a banner week. They really did. I mean, they, they stepped up their game this week. I mean, I'd call it better than it has been, or I'd call it good. Not spectacular, but they had a really good, a surprising week. Yeah, from Saturday on through the last three days, uh, they have been, like, if it's promising. I mean, NXT, it doesn't matter. They're always going to be great. And they, again, were on Saturday. But the the pay-per-view itself, and then Monday Night Raw, and then SmackDown, they all trended up, for sure. And they all seem to be following some storylines now, which mm-hmm. is which is a new concept. Yeah. Like there's actually some shit that makes sense, and that's going on. Yes, and, and the one thing leading out 
that leads to our our first topic question was um, the reaction um, from the fans about the Roman and uh, gender match. And I mean, if you don't know what we're talking about, the just fans were chanting everything but for the guys who were in the ring. They were chanting RVD. They were chanting CM Punk. They chanted uh, Johnny Wrestling. They, they chanted Boring. Let's go Cena. Cena yes, sucks. that's another one. Um, so Velveteen Dream got a chant. Velveteen Dream, yes, got a chant as well. This but, guy shit himself, I think I heard. Really? No. Okay. <laughs> I was saying, you were listening to different audio than I was. This guy shit himself. <laughs> they could do it. It didn't catch on. No, I don't No, think it was so. just this one guy. <laughs> So um, it wasn't me for for the uh, topic question, Joe. You hit it right on the head with this one, and uh, and the responses show because a lot of people were very passionate about this subject. On one of the one of the sides, some people fell in the middle, but a lot of people were on one side, and a mm-hmm. lot of people were on the complete opposite side. And then there was some that fell into the the uh, the middle. The gray I, area. I I I honestly I can see both sides and 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 we'll get into it more but you want to uh, read the, the question middle. okay yeah sure read the, read question, the question and yeah. then yeah um i mean this like i said i kind of fall in the middle i see both ends so to read these yeah um we'll answers read them. or responses we'll read the responses and we'll, we'll kind of elaborate on our viewpoint yeah so here it is this is what joe put out monday morning <laughs> and this is the topic question time and since it was just money in the bank we're going to get a little controversial what is your stance on crowd reactions to matches they particularly don't want to see? Should they just be silent, sit back and tolerate it, try to enjoy it, or voice their opinion? Um, I think there was a lot of voice in their opinion. On yeah, Sunday. a lot of a lot of um, freedom of speech <laughs> agreeers out there, but I don't know. It, there's so much gray area, like you said, with this because I get I get you paid the money. You can say what you want. Um, that's your ticket. You're there to do that, and that's the reaction that WWE wants. But I also get if you don't do a reaction, that's going to change their mind. Um, if you're silent and just say nothing, if you're if you're not pleased with what you're watching, I see both sides of that. I mean, for a, a, gen, a gender and a Roman match to be completely silent, they might like that. Who knows? Yeah, but I, I really think they all always. Live I mean, you want you want any reaction? Yeah, a good any reaction. reaction is a good reaction, and Chicago is going to give you a reaction no matter what. And a lot of other places would have as well, I mm-hmm. believe. Yeah, I think that you book that match almost anywhere, and you're you might not get as crazy as Chicago, or New York, or Philly, or one of the bigger wrestling towns, or even the UK. Or even the UK, but you're going to get some sort of negative reaction. But it's a it's a reaction, so I guess that's that's what they're there for. So let's get to some of the responses, yep. shall we? Absolutely. I guess I'll start. Go ahead, you lead off. Okay, I see. Oop, oop, oop. <laughs> Close. This is from Tag Team Tees at the Tag Team Tees, and they say, honestly, if the match was complete garbage or the worst on the card, that's fine. In my opinion, it wasn't. I was more bored during other matches. It wasn't great, of course, but the chance started early before anyone gave it a shot. Which well, it was a very good point because it's true. No I one mean, wanted to give no one wanted to give this match a shot when it was announced. You know what I mean? So to go into a thinking like that, this, they're right. It, people did go in right away. It didn't matter what the match was going to be. They were gonna. They had their mindset that we're gonna hate this match no matter what. And the thing is, it 
was it was a, it was your typical what you would expect a Jinder Mahal and Roman Reigns match being. Mm-hmm. That being said, it wasn't necessarily bad. It no, was it was, it was a it was a yeah it was a predictable typical match. Yeah, yeah. I, I Roman think... goes over and Roman continues to go over. I mean, you're getting you're getting it on the they're going to call it a mid card because it's in the middle of the card, but these are guys that you push as your champions, so you could call it a mid card match whatever you want. It they was treated like a a heavyweight title feud. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, but it, I mean that part of it going in not not even caring and hating it immediately, which we are guilty of as well because the last couple of shows that's what we were talking about. But um in the same same light, they're not the most entertaining No. To be put uh, first of all, by themselves they're not the most entertaining because of what their characters are. Secondly, to be put together for wrestling purposes, they're both not great, so not up their top level, but... No, not on it, the mic or not in the ring. So exactly. You, they really are mediocre, like, wrestlers and, and characters. And this doesn't take anything away from their athleticism No, or I'm not like saying that. that, but there's a lot better on the mic and there's a lot better in the ring, so if you were to actually break it down logically, these guys would be your middle of the flock wrestler mm-hmm. yeah absolutely so they would be your mid card but because they are pushed and looked at by a lot of fans i'll give it to them mm-hmm. they have their fans yeah but they're pushed as these larger than life personalities more roman than gender yeah th- yeah but gender is sure. leaps and bounds more appreciated by the company than he was when he left yeah so yeah well, it left a joke Yes, came back a joke, and then Vince got our chubby, and (laughs) the rest is rock and roll history. You want to take the next next one? The next one? All right. The next one? Did you just make fun of me, cocksucker? Oh, I did not. Um, (laughs) All right. This next one uh, is from, and I don't, we were talking about how to say your last name, so we're going to say it. He's going to say it one way, and I'm going to say it the other way, and you're (laughs) going to tell us. Who said it right? So this uh, next response is from Jordan G. Or Jordan Gee. <laughs> uh, yeah, literally spelled G-E-E. So. And uh, it's at Jordan G23. But uh, he said people should be able to react to the product however they see fit. Professional athletes go into hostile environments all the time and have amazing performances. And the crowd doesn't have to like you for you to do your job. Which the crowd didn't like them, and they did their job. So, I the, mean, did it, it didn't really affect them? It more affected the no, pe- and it, it won't affect them because it's their job. No, they know yeah, what they're going some, into. Some people it would affect. Yeah, some, you're right. I mean, some people who aren't. I mean, these guys are seasoned. They've been in the spotlight, so they're going to continue to be in the spotlight because they can handle it. They can handle the massive boos and the crazy ass chants and the millions of beach balls. Millions of beach balls, beach balls for me. Millions of beach balls, beach balls for free. Uh, nice Look peaches. out! Nice peaches reference. Yep. Um, Completely threw myself off, but it was it, worth it. Well, anyway, I wanted to make a point about that. Anyway, going back to the sports analogy to where okay. the crowd can give them whatever they want and doesn't let them affect them. A, a part of me, I, I, I can't see that because... You have these controversies now in the NBA in this past playoffs where you had fans saying things to players and the players reacting and then the fans getting fined and all that. You don't see that in wrestling 
So can I tell you something? Yeah. Professional athletes in other sports are a lot bigger prima donnas than professional wrestlers. No, you're right. They absolutely are. Professional wrestlers have thicker skin. Yeah, you're. Yeah, I, I think it has something to do with it being an act, so they know they're not. Yeah, you know what I mean. Legitimately yeah, attacking get, their real person, they're well, attacking that so, character. Nah, sometimes they are. Well, no, not physically. But no, I agree. On I the Twitter version, but I'm saying that's what probably makes wrestlers a little more susceptible to to receiving it than a professional athlete. You know what I mean? Just because I'm not saying all of them are like that, but no, I know. I mean, it, it what I, what I said easier. was a very vague statement. Yeah, and it was only my opinion. I don't have mm-hmm. facts to back that up. But no, I know. If I were to, if I were to put money on it, no, I, I I agree. But people say say things just to piss people off and push their buttons and go over the line, and that's what happened in the NBA this season towards the end. And I think people can do that to wrestlers, and it's still not right just because they're not allowed to react to it. And you and you believe they're not going to? You say you call someone the right name or touch the right subject to a guy who's having a bad night. You know what I mean? So I mean I don't get uh, the the comparison because the vul- being that vulgar and really trying to get under someone's skin just to point push their buttons and get a reaction. It kind of um, it crossing the line a little bit, and I don't think uh, all athletes are like that. I don't think that they can just rub it off in the NBA, them reacting the way WWE stars could react. So I, I'm a little on the fence with the professional athlete comparison. Yeah, because it's scripted versus non-scripted. Yeah. So basically that's the biggest thing that it boils down to. But, I mean, I get where he's coming from that you should be able to say whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I mean, that seems to be the strongest argument for that side is that you paid your money. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I mean, and the people that it's affecting are the people sitting at home that can't concentrate or the people, the few that were in that crowd that night that just can't concentrate on the match. Yeah. It's the people that want to see the match versus the people that don't want to see the match is what this basically comes down to. Yeah. And I think the people that don't want to see the and match it, outnumber by a lot, the people that do. Yeah, I, I I believe that you're right with that because I felt like a lot more people were more vocal on this one. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jinder, or Jinder Mahal and Roman Reigns have had their feuds where people have like really kind of not want to see it. Mm-hmm. Been very minimal, it, and it's more Roman Reigns right now. Is that people are just minimally excited to see him? Mm-hmm. No, you're right. They're uh, waiting uh, for a change. And actually, Mahal's not that much different from Reigns either. He came back and it's just. It's the same thing. It's, it's yeah. Well, I mean, you you hear it all the time that oh, this is the same promo. Yeah. X, X week. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the same exact thing. B week. Yeah. So, we're gonna lead right into the next mm-hmm. response. This is from TJA at the underscore T underscore stain. Yep. The T stain. Okay. Forcing your opinion is you giving the company re- reaction, and they can run with that. As seen with Reigns and Cena in WWE and Naito in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Sitting back and tolerating it does nothing to change it. A silent crowd is the last thing Vince wants to wants on television and pay-per-views. We've touched on this pretty much. I mean, the silence, the complete silence and the other just, the crowds just not being into it. Would, I mean, the, here, they walked out of the damn stadium. 
That was the best sign they could pull. Yeah, that, the best. that you walk out of the stadium. It was the last match because you knew that that wasn't going to happen this time around because it was smacked in the middle of the card. Yeah. People weren't going to get up and leave. I mean, if they got up and left, they were just going to hang out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. They're, they're, I mean, you still I mean, have that, the main that's, event. That's, an, come, yeah, so. that's another thing, though. You go, Everyone goes out and hangs out in the freaking... Concourse. The, yeah, the concourse, the bathrooms. Yeah. Outside smoking, whatever yeah, the fuck Yeah, and then once doing. they hear the... the what whoever's music they're just like oh okay cool time I mean, to go back in if you imagine that yeah. that would be the biggest way that you wouldn't see that match again yeah absolutely if everyone just decided to take a bathroom break at I'm, that match and walk out well I mean you know what I mean you call it a just, bathroom break but these bathrooms can't handle this <laughs> no but everyone go out people pissing in the trash can and get the, the merch sink. get the merch yeah go food, get your merch that. even though the merch is getting a lot worse now it's just like random words like in bold lettering and like a stupid saying on the back yeah, it's uh, it's getting to an all-time low. Their designs are uh, yeah, coming kind of short. They're not really designs. No, not creative ones. No. Next. So I got one. Uh, BTK, call you John Snow. At BK John, BTK John. Sorry. Yeah, there's Is, a lot, a lot of stuff going on there. I can see how you could. Uh, yeah, I was mispronounce that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. He says, uh, "Be silent." I think the way Vince sees it, chance equals it's getting a reaction, even if this is awful, in his mind, that's good. If there's crickets or even people doing toilet breaks, then there'll be change, hopefully. Who am I kidding? Vince does what he wants. And this goes along the same lines as uh, the tea stain, is <laughs> that the the silence seems to be the uh, like the other spectrum. You have the ones that say chant do whatever the hell you want mm-hmm. scream freaking bloody mary if you want to mm-hmm. then you have the be silent just be silent and it'll change that's the only way that's kind of like your middle area and then you have the people just sit back relax and watch it don't ruin it for everyone else just because you don't like it yeah give it a chance that yeah. one yeah and that and that's the funny thing is that with- we've got no point in wrestling that we have to say this yeah, I know, but that's the side of all right. Enjoy it, sit there, and don't and don't ruin it for everyone else. To I paid my ticket, I can do what I want with it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that's the biggest debate and what it all boils down to. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. The it, it's it baffles you to say it though. It's all social media's fault. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Damn you, social media, because <laughs> everyone can voice their opinions in large. Yeah. I mean, with, without social media, you're just sitting there yelling at your TV and calling maybe one or two friends or sending yeah. maybe a couple texts. Yeah, that, that was called the 90s. Or you can put it out on your AOL messenger. Yeah. Fuck you, Roman. <laughs> I'm away from my computer right now. <laughs> Fuck you, Roman. <laughs> Jay Gladstone, 15, is not here right now. <laughs> Fuck you, Roman. I hate you. I, I hate you, you big you poop. You poop mouth. You big poopy poop head. Oh. God. <laughs> That's how 14 me would have reacted. Oh, my God. Okay, so... <laughs> that really got me. Yep, I got you. We're yep. going to go on to the next one before it gets you even a, more. Thank you. Uh, this <clears throat> is from Goat at... Oh, boy. Jack a Clittle. Jack, a.k.a. A.K. Little? You're going you're gonna to have to help me with this, Jack a Little. Uh, it's every pay-per-view match and most Raw's. Roman was against someone who isn't a mega popular babyface. 
that this happens now. It's been fucking years. Whoop! So they censored it. <laughs> Do something different already. And I like Roman a lot. So he says. So he's a all right. So he's, he's so basically he's, he's a, a Roman, Roman fan. fan. But he wants to like him, but it's just gotten to a point where it's it's the same thing over and over again, and the fans are starting to get to him. Yeah, the, the anti-Romans are starting to dwindle away his. Well, and as a fan, you can, I can see his point. If I was a Roman fan, it would be annoying. I understand that. Now, is it the non? Is it the Roman haters are overpowering finally the the Roman believers? They absolutely and they're, are. And they're I starting think they are, to yes. to change. I don't think it's happening. You don't think you there's the... more Roman haters than there are Roman lovers? I think absolutely. The Roman lovers? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that weird. It... Haters, lovers, complete opposites? I don't know. It sounded weird. Okay. Everyone else be the judge how weird that the, sounded. The, uh, well, Roman haters, Roman lovers. All right. We don't have to beat the dead Come horse. on. All right. You you don't think that I think worse. Roman still has more fans than he has haters. I disagree wholeheartedly. Uh, just I, because no way. I'm going to say that they have a large portion of kids, and I think those kids outnumber number us goofy 30-year-olds. A lot of the people that are our age know. are turning it off. There's a lot of diehards right. no, that, you're right. but that's, they're turning it off if they don't right. like it. You're right. There's a lot of people, and I've said this before, that when they say, when I say I'm a wrestling fan, and I say, well, did you ever watch wrestling? Oh, yeah, back when it was good in the Attitude Era. Yeah. You know what I mean? And no one give, wants to give it a chance yeah, now. Yeah, but people that are our age, I mean, they have kids, they have lives. If this, I mean, they love wrestling, but if this is what they're, they were putting out for so long, mm-hmm. it's, they would turn it off. Yeah. The kids have more hope. Yeah. That, or they just follow blindly. I don't know. They love Roman, so they're going to follow blindly, even though he's the same act over and over again. I mean, it's what we did with Hogan. Well, it's the yeah. same act over and over again. Yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah. Especially, and we I mean, followed blindly, especially the mid to late '80s. All the all the big heroes, whether it was Ultimate Warrior, did the same exact thing every time, over and over again. Yeah, I mean, Hogan, I mean you had like very you, you had variation with your steamboats, your savages. Mm-hmm. You had guys that could actually get in there, and it could be a different style match. Yeah, your Bret Hart's mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But you had when we were growing up, it was the Hogan, the yeah. Hogan era, and he did the same exact thing. It was just the way that but they promoted never, it. It was larger never, than life. We never wrote, you don't pay attention yeah. to that. And nowadays yeah. you get Roman versus Brock, it's supposed to be larger than life. We don't see that because we saw the Hogan, the yeah. giant, the Hogan, the savage, the Hogan, the warrior. Yeah. He's filling the fucking blank with Hogan. <laughs> but and that was made to be larger than life. That's why we think that this isn't. Yeah. This isn't larger than life because we've seen the actual the 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 best of all time. The the most popular, widely popular wrestler of all time. And this is what they're trying to regenerate for these kids. Is It's a new age Hogan. Instead of ripping his shirt, he's got a vest, and he does cool Superman punches for the kids. That's why he's got more fans than he has haters. Us goofy freaking guys that talk on these podcasts that are something 30-something years old, we respect Roman. We wouldn't call us ourselves Roman fans. And I'm trying to speak for everyone on this one because I feel like you're yeah you're you're doing a pretty good job you're all over I feel like it's like okay we we respect him as a wrestler but we want something different because we know that there's more the kids are just going to like him just because that they don't they don't see the more they just like what he is now all right so listening to that a question popped in my head okay um it's about time I got those brain (laughs) fucking juices are working so all right you said Romans for the kids and they build him that way and to get them over and then they're not going to change do you feel that there has to be a guy like that 
for kids to stay invested instead of a Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, Miz, Daniel Bryan, all them as a collective bunch of characters, does there have to be the Hogan, the Hart, the Cena, you know, the, the Roman? Yes. That you think there absolutely has to be? That's what makes yes, wrestling. Yes, that's a merchandise pusher. That's a that's a money all around. Okay. I mean, the guy he puts the proverbial asses in seats. Mm-hmm. Theoretically, yes. Yes, that's what I mean. The numbers show it. Yeah, the numbers show it, and why the hell you're gonna have us guys that go there? But then again, you're gonna have the freaking dads and the moms taking their freaking kids. Yeah, that's what they're gearing towards. They don't call it the PG era for nothing. It's PG because it's kid friendly, and that's how they're gonna get the larger audience. We're gonna watch it no matter what. Yeah, the diehards always do. Yeah, yeah, and we're gonna buy the tickets when the shows come. Sometimes, I mean, I tell you what, I haven't been, I I haven't had any interest to go to a Raw or a SmackDown or anything like that. Yeah, we just had that watch in the pay-per-view that, I mean... It, if it came doing, to town, they're it doing depends a on what it was. Slam, They're doing a house show, SummerSlam, Road to SummerSlam thing uh, in two weeks here yeah. in Philly. And, I mean, I don't like... I'm not a big on live shows anyway, so I really wouldn't go. But I agree with you. Like, I just don't have the, the want to really go to a WWE event, pay really prices that really shouldn't be that high, and then sit there that far away... When I can sit at home and watch it on TV, in a better yeah, I will angle. say this: the live shows are a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. They're they, yeah, a lot they're, lighter. They're lighter. They're trying out new gimmicks or yeah. maybe a new feud, or they're trying to hash out, and it's geared towards the fans. Like that one is geared towards the fans. They'll play to the fans a lot more for a live show. Yeah, the, the superstars even talk to like how the indies do, but the superstars will talk to you mid match and stuff yeah. like that. So yeah, so. There's that. <laughs> Completely lost myself in thought. We went on such a and you know when I was going into this week, I was like, maybe we don't bring up Roman. Maybe we'll be like, maybe we'll keep it silent. And what the fuck did we do for the first half hour? We talked about Roman well, I mean, and Jinder. It was the one of the most talked about matches. It was the, the hot reaction. topic. Yeah, absolutely. Of, Until Cass got canned. And then I think this is gonna be the segue into the next segment because we beat that horse into a fucking pulp and then you get actual week of good television yeah you get money in the bank which the card was good the card was good going into it um I thought it was weird that they didn't do the raw tag titles like they said they were I guess that one got scrapped because the other matches were running long and no explanation not even a touch on Raw. Like, no. Nothing. Like, they just picked up. Like, it just like, all the, right, The segment happen. on Raw was, was class act I, all the okay. way. Okay, that's one thing I couldn't wait for. Do you want to talk about Money in Bank? We'll jump right back into Raw. Yeah, let's talk about Finish Money in Bank, okay. and we can get right into okay. Raw. We can get into, like, a positive, the positives. Yes, you, of this week. N- numeral. So Numerous. We, uh, we funeral? predicted. <laughs> funeral now? <laughs> Last week on our prediction show, we predicted... Um, or at least I know I did a Natty win and her cashing in on Rhonda. Okay. And boy was I wrong. And boy was but, I right. But we both did say that we thought Alexa was going to win. No, I wanted her to win and I was kinda signed with you, but I stuck with my yes. bliss. Yeah, and I, I did say I I really wanted to be Alexa Bliss, but I think it's going to be Daddy. She so. caught so much heat afterwards, too, which is weird because I thought she was the best one to, to hold it, the briefcase. I mean, if she would have held it for a couple months, it would have been great. And But I guess they 
have a different path that they're taking because she held it for an hour and a half, two hours. With that, the Alexa so Bliss highly invested in her. Oh yeah, absolutely. Which they should be. But with the Alexa Bliss, this question comes from Kyle at work. Okay, asked me this, and I thought it was a pretty good point, and that's. With Alexa Bliss, why didn't they just have her do it at the next pay-per-view instead of just giving it up, I think, you know what I mean, and then I think building it was this a, all the way back around? I think it was a trial run for Nia. Nia. I think that's what it was. I think this was, all right, you're going to get your WrestleMania moment for some reason, and now here you go. You're the champion. She had her next match with Alexa Bliss. She beat her. It was actually a pretty good match. Mm-hmm. And then Alexa Bliss fell into the background a little bit, and Ronda Rousey was next. Yeah. And I don't know. I guess because her, her promos aren't strong. She's pretty good in the ring when she has the right opponent, but... Talking about Nia. Nia. Okay. I mean, but well, not to mention they screwed her from Jump Street by changing her from face to heel to face to heel. Yeah. So they had no direction, and now she's kind of a face again. So they they pretty much shot the bet on that one. Yeah, which we said when they did the weird on the red carpet challenge, it was kind of. Is that what that was called on the red carpet challenge? Well, it was on the red. If carpet. If that's really going to become a thing, I'm really going to second guess watching fucking Raw. <laughs> no, of course not. But we just gave him an idea. You know what's fucking coming? Yeah, <laughs> we're sorry be, in exactly, advance. Yeah. Um, but no, I I think uh, she was the right one. We both thought and wanted her to win. Um, but Natty was a kind of a disappointment for me. I kind of wanted Natty to take it and cash in. I'm glad that Alexa did it anyway. Well, it's so funny. This is what you get for putting practical jokers on while we're trying to do a show. Anyway... <laughs> But I thought every single woman had a great showing in that match. It was such it, an entertaining it ladder was, match. Every single one of them got highlighted, and they all did great. Even Lana. I thought I had some hesitation on Lana, but she actually showed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she looked got, good, too. She's gotten better. Yeah, she has. It's amazing what the women's division is doing in WWE. They're actually, I mean, when giving the oppor- given the opportunity, not in a random six-woman tag match, they're great. Yeah, they are. When given some direction and they can get some storylines off the ground, could be a very entertaining division. It's a great, it would, especially for Raw, because they seem to need the help with the storyline aspects and the extra hour to fill. There you go. An hour just for the women. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, whatever match they do, I'm down for it. Cause no, you can get three matches in. Show. It could be almost like a 205 Live, but you put it in the middle of the show from the 9 to 10 o'clock hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would love that. That'd be great. You get your promos in there. You get your 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 two or three matches in there. You start some storylines. You build some storylines. Were we still on Money in the Bank? Yeah. Oh Jesus. So I also wanted to, of course, talk about the men's and our predictions. Um, I'm pretty sure I said the Miz. Yeah. And you said. Uh, Did I have Big E? Yeah, Big. Well, that was the one thing we did say that Dude, we thought. Big I know e, for yes. a fact I ruled out Braun. Yes, a pretty yeah, pretty like, handily too because I listened to it this morning. Yeah, to remember what we what we oh uh, yeah, what I, we did. I next him right, and you were like, oh, Braun's not winning at all. <laughs> I didn't think he needed it. No, I agree. He, he realistically he doesn't need it, but he like he's the monster, right? Yeah. I and I thought that I heard that they changed that like last thing, like last second. Oh, really? The decision you mean for yeah. the match? Wow. I heard that was... I don't know which way it was supposed to go, but I heard that Braun wasn't initially supposed to win. So I wonder what changed their mind. Maybe 
Maybe the cast thing kind of happened it in the back, happened. and it's it had a yeah a shift. Maybe it could have a climax shift. Yeah, I mean anything's possible. Yeah, I don't I don't think cast would have swung it that much, but you never know. Weirder things have happened. Uh, I mean, other than those two, I mean, you had the title match that was on the pre-show that was uh, an afterthought because it was on the pre-show. You have the Cass and Brian match, which ends up being Big Cass's last... Uh, Go at it. Yeah, last match in WWE, which Brian won, and now we know why he won, because you were calling a Big Cass win because uh, of I, continue I was. the push. But now we see why Daniel won, because they were burying Cass and probably on the way to him being fired. So Yeah. Um, the which was actually a better match than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, for yeah for sure. Um, also the Intercontinental Title match, which we both thought was going to change hands, we both picked Elias on that one. Yeah. Um, turns out they're keeping Rollins because we thought for the same reason that he lost it on Monday that it's time to push him up to the to the main card and push for the title, which is why we thought Elias was going to win. Yes. And, and then they just do it a night We after will get anyway. to that in a little bit more detail when we get to Raw. But yeah, Elias doesn't win. Rollins wins. And then you get uh, the men's money in the bank, mm-hmm. which was the last match. We already went over that. Braun. Yeah. You get Styles. Styles and Nakamura. was a, This was their best showing yet. Yeah, but and, it, and it's disappointing to say that this was their best showing, a gimmick match like this. Um, yeah, but they, they did this right. They did. They did and I'm do not it saying right. That and I'm because, not trying to downgrade not, it. Yeah, I'm not saying that because Styles won, but I'm saying that they did this match right. I was shocked that, that Styles won. Yeah, but you I, picked Nakamura in this match anyway. Yeah, and I think I know Nakamura is now going to be taking that U.S. title from Hardy. Yes. Yeah, because you have that promo that we'll talk about. And, but, then, and he's not even, wasn't even in the number no. one contenders thing, so. No. So, I mean, all in all, I thought Moneybag was entertaining. Um, yeah, of course, the, the Roman match and gender match was, eh, it was a match. Um, all the, like we said, all the others oh. were pretty good. The Carmella and, and Asuka match, we, yeah. we didn't mention. Yeah, uh, we where didn't, we we have, didn't uh, think your boy James Ellsworth was coming back. Not this soon, anyway. I, I wouldn't have seen The chinless wonder. Chin, and, chin, uh, chin, and a chin, chin, chin. And like we said, that she would have to beat her dirty. She wasn't going to beat her clean. No, she wasn't going to beat her clean. So I didn't, I didn't peg Ellsworth coming back, but no, she didn't beat her clean. Yeah, so... I mean, that was, and that feud's going to obviously continue. It's going to continue with Asuka probably taking one or two more losses, and then there'll be another number one contender. But I don't think, I don't think Asuka's taking it just yet. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, and that, that whole division's wide open, so that, yes. that can You'd probably go get, for a while. Yeah, it might be Asuka gets one or two more shots, and then Becky Lynch is on the climb, so maybe Becky Lynch gets put into the... Uh, Which finally needs to happen yeah. for Becky. And people would be overjoyed. Yeah. Me included. I think she has earned it. Yeah, I, I, I think she definitely has. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we are missing... Um, well, you had the fucking money in the. They had the money in the bank cash in. The Rousey. Uh, well, that's what I said. Well, yeah, yeah we said Alexa cashed yeah, because she won. She cashed in. Yeah, she did the same thing that we Which, said. That, no, but we fucking completely missed it. Ronda Rousey is fucking great in the ring. Yeah, she is. She's improved so much, and she actually helped Nia Jax. Yeah, an looked, abundant amount, and, and she looked a lot she better sold with the Ronda shit out that. of everything. Yeah, and absolutely. it was great, and the and. You thought she was going to win, and I thought the cash-in was done very well. 
Yeah, they, it was well written, perfectly timed. Um, yeah. She sold it. Rhonda sold it well. Which, would you believe it or not, segues right into Raw. Absolutely. Because that was fucking insane. That was, opening segment of Raw was fucking... If that was going to lead you the rest of the show and then lead you into tomorrow mm-hmm. or Tuesday, that's great. Yeah. So that's I the was, right way to do it. When we, I turned it on, I walked in the kitchen sit, get something to drink, and they had, of course, had one Alexa to come out, blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> when that happened, Rousey Music hits. I'm in the kitchen with my back turned, and I hear my wife say... Whoa, she looks pissed. And I walk into the room, and it's that classic mad dog Ronda Rousey face. She's Meat so mugging. good. It's great. And I was like, yes, this this is perfect because now Ronda can be herself. I love that. Yeah. And the whole segment was you, little, little did you think she was going to beat the shit out of Kurt Angle. Yeah. Yep. That was pretty ridiculous. And then take on a 30-day, quote-unquote, suspension. Just so happens to conveniently push her past... Uh, Extreme rules. Yes. She doesn't get back till two days later. With that suspension real quick, not to throw us completely off, but... Sure. Um, she's event, She's at a live show for Philly on July 6th, supposed to have a title match against Nia Jax. Um, well, and it's her Philadelphia the, debut. All those cards are subject to change. Yeah. She'll probably be there, but they're also announcing Seth Rollins versus Elias for the Intercontinental title, mm-hmm. which Seth Rollins doesn't hold anymore. So all that's subject to change. Yeah, but and I, I was wondering with the suspension, like kayfabe suspension, of course, what how that works with a live What they'll event. probably do is they'll probably do Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss at the live show. And for all the people live there who will put it on Twitter, mm-hmm. Nia Jax will come out and she'll put a beating on Alexa Bliss and they'll say, oh my gosh, she's supposed to be suspended. Yeah. Shit like that. Okay, yeah. And that's what I figured, but I think it'd be interesting now that she was promised her debut in Philly and then it's not going to happen. Yeah, well, it's not going to be a debut that you'd hope for. Yeah. Probably going to be... supposed to actually wrestle. Yeah, so it'll piss the Philly people off a little bit. (laughs) Nothing new. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. So, um, after the... After after that segment... After the segment, then you get fucking Rollins. And Rollins and Dolph put on a hell of a match. A yeah. hell of a match. And Ziggler will continue to be a great worker in the ring. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Who sells like a champ, who is very well-rounded as a professional wrestler, just very underappreciated. Yeah, and they're actually, I, I read today that the biggest plus side with Dolph winning is now he's heel, and then they're, they're talking about turning Elias face. That way they can go up against each other. See, now, the Twitter blew up after that happened, and now all of a sudden that everyone thinks it's going to be Ziggler versus McIntyre. Yeah, I don't buy that. I you think don't think so? Because there were so many people that thought that way. I think, um, I didn't think right that... now they're too strong together, and I think they want to do this kind of taking over both of them, having titles. I think it should ultimately lead to... Keep them together. It should lead to when Braun cashes in, it should be Braun versus McIntyre. I agree. I think that's your... That's what I'm saying. That's uh, your, your your feud that's going to be bigger than fucking Strowman, or not Strowman, Roman. They all rhyme. <laughs> Roman and uh, Lesnar. Yeah, I Match-wise, match-quality-wise, and freshness-wise. I agree with you. I, I think uh, they're staying together. They're too strong right now, so I, I believe it's Elias still in line. Elias has a face, you say. I mean, he's already he, technically... I mean, he's getting over with all his shit. They're all, they're all repeating it, so... We are scumbags. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. He got the Chicago. No, wait, it wasn't. It was. Yeah, no, it was Grand Rapids. Yeah, it was on, Michigan, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are scumbags, right? Yeah. He got them all to say that. Yeah. So I'd I mean, say he's pretty over. Yeah, he can do what he wants, and he can. All he has to do is do the same thing he's been doing, except not. Uh, well, well, taunt, taunt, degrade the fans of that city, and say that he could play it as confused, like while like he can not call them scumbags, but feel it, like be still be back and forth with the audience, but not yeah. in a more playful way, I guess. Yeah, I guess, but I mean, I don't. I, I think he's as close to face as he can get without. I mean, yeah, but he, well, yeah, whatever he's doing now is great. If yeah. you want to consider it a face, an in-betweener, a, a heel. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, I would consider him versus Ziggler, he's yeah. going to get, you know what I mean? More he's going to get pushed in the, yeah, because yeah. probably lose the first one because of McIntyre. Yeah. But yeah, that's a nice, that's kind of a fresh feud. I mean, it's for the Intercontinental title, and I think it's only a matter of time until Elias wins a mid-card title. Yeah. Um. I mean, now, there's a, a thing that happened on Raw, and I thought it was a little underrated, and maybe it's just me looking at it this way, but uh, the <laughs> real quick um, Bobby Roode versus Kurt Hawkins match, where Kurt Hawkins lost his 204th in okay. a row. You're losing me here. What was underappreciated and underrated? I think as a segment, to, because they haven't done Kurt Hawkins in a while, and I really think there's going to be a big payoff with this streak or if you want to call it a streak yeah a losing streak losing streak but I think there's going to be a big payoff I think that's why they are they brought it out real quick and try and just hey Keep remember it in the this is here exactly I think it's just a just a little slight to hey down the road you know what I mean I'm all for Kurt Hawkins being on TV every week yes I'm all for seeing him for 30 seconds to five minutes to whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever you want to do with him. I think he's great. And I really, I've been saying this for a while now that I hope the lovable loser character catches on and that it's for something special. Yeah. Like winning something. Fuck. If he wins the Royal Rumble, that's the biggest payoff you get. Yeah. I doubt it'll be to that extent, but yeah, that'd be huge. Like if he gets up to like 500 and it's like right around the Royal Rumble. Yeah. You have to give him that one. That'd be great. No, he's not gonna win. He's not gonna win the Royal Rumble. But I'm saying it'd be great. I'm not. I'm saying it won't happen. But I would like it. (laughs) But I'm uh, the other other segment that I know I was. I couldn't wait to to talk to you about this because you said you were so done with these with this team, and then this happens on Monday night, and in my head I'm going, man, I would love to know how he reacted to this because I have a feeling I know. I thought it was really good. Okay, good. Because I was was cracking up. I thought it was really, really well done and funny. Here's the thing. I didn't dislike them outside the ring. No, I know you don't. I know know you like sarcasm. I don't think that when they get to the ring that it's going to be what you wanted to see. Mm -hmm. I I think you're expecting because of the... I mean, and I hope they prove me wrong. And they could because, I mean, they're professional wrestlers and they're better than I. But I don't think that... It's gonna be this magic in a bottle in the ring. I think it'll be magic in a bottle outside the ring with fucking creepy, crazy, off the wall promos and shit. I think yeah. that'll be great. But I think once it actually gets to the ring portion of the feud, is when it's gonna be. You're gonna be like, oh, well, this is what this this is the payoff. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and until then, 
that promo was hilarious. Oh yeah, I thought and Bo fucking was Bo looks awesome. exactly like Bray anyway. So you put the fucking beard on him, and he really looks just like. <laughs> and him. And I thought he pulled off a pretty good uh, yeah, accent. He's as exactly well. like his fucking brother. Yeah, and I love that. I love Curtis Axel not breaking character whatsoever and staying in broken character that whole time. Um, the whole part was great. I loved it. Um, but they still, we still don't know when the fuck they're getting their title shot. No, yeah, of course. Which I would assume now we have to look toward. Well, here's the rules. thing: if you give them their title shot, they probably didn't know which way they wanted to go with this. So this was probably the match, the right match to scrap. Yeah. And just carry it out because now you got these goofballs doing this, so this might not go until Extreme Rules. What would you think of them turning into Woken Warriors and them going into the Lake of Re- Reincarnation, and it being Bray, the Mistarage, and Matt all together? Uh, a faction? Yeah. I like it. I think we need more factions. Yeah. I think we need a faction. And I think they would be perfect fit. Yeah. They, well, I mean, Bo and Axel are kind of more comfortable that way. They've already tried how many other factions that yeah. have failed. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, let's hope down the road that happens. Yeah. I think that these two would, that. would, I think these four would gel very well together. Mm-hmm. And Hardy would pretty much take all of them under his wing. And oh, yeah. they'd be fucking creepy as hell. Afterwards, yeah, yeah, that's for damn sure. So, uh, the main event of Monday Night Raw, what'd you think? I kind of fell asleep. Oh, okay, that's what you thought then, <laughs> dude. It's there's a, it's a long three hours. No, I know it's a I long agree. ass day. I fucking as soon as I kind of get into the comfortable, I'm rested on my arm on the couch. Boom, I'm done. No, I know. just like my father. <laughs> um, I mean, I thought it was—I thought it was a good main event. It was solid. It—it it wasn't. Um, I mean, I caught the re- i caught bits and pieces of the replay, which it seemed like it was all right, but yeah, it wasn't anything earth-shattering. But it was—I mean, it was a solid end to a solid show. I thought the show was a lot better this week than it has been in the past. And uh, like we said, even following Money in the Bank, it was a good—it was a good second show for this—the three-show week of. Money in the Bank, Raw and SmackDown. I'm kind of hoping for like a Finn turn on Braun. Yeah, that'd be yeah, nice. Yeah, that would that would be nice. Bring back Anywho, we say this every week. Bring beast, back the demon, beast yeah. versus demon. So yeah. yeah, or monster versus demon. Excuse me. Um, so we move to SmackDown, and you have Paige starting off the night, announcing the participants for the. Uh, you know, it's funny. She tweeted out, "What would you like to see the day before?" She's like, "What would you like to see?" Because she fucking caught shit from some scumbag fan fan after the uh after money in the bank mm-hmm. they pied her and then they told her to lose weight or something yes. along the lines of that yeah i've seen that so the she put out a tweet thanking all of her fans to keeping her safe strong and this is why yeah. she does this for the fans and whatnot now what would you like to see and i put gauntlet match for a number one contender mm-hmm. i'm sure i'm not the only one to do it but <laughs> if i was you're fucking welcome <laughs> I think uh, I think you just took credit for it. Screw it. <laughs> it was fucking me. <laughs> I got right on in there. I said gauntlet match. She said, "You know what? Pfft. Genius, <laughs> genius." So I think this kind of stole. I mean, I think it was definitely better than anything Raw did. Even though the Rollins Dolph match is close, I think this was a little bit better. The gauntlet mm. match. The gauntlet match, yes. Just SmackDown as a whole was really good. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. I thought the women... <clears throat> excuse me. I mean, you had to fit a gauntlet match. You knew that was taking the better part of almost half the show. Yeah. So you had very... You had to squeeze in a lot in a little bit of time. And I think they divvied it up pretty well. You got a tag team match in there. You got two tag... Well, 
a tag team match, a tag team beatdown. Yeah. With a debut. Mm-hmm. You got the women featured. You got Becky Lynch gets another win, which would think think you would think that means it's another maybe step a closer. step closer to yeah. a push for the championship, which I think it might be. But the biggest part before you get to the actual gauntlet match well, it had to have been sanity. Yeah. Uh, I think I even tweeted out that, like, this could be a great feud from the very beginning. Yes. Like, it, these two versus the, the three of sanity are going to be amazing. And it would make sense, too, because they can just continue to beat down the Usos to where Naomi comes out and tries to put an end to it, and that's where you get Nikki Cross come in. And then you get another feud intermixed with this feud. Yeah, you know what? I, I find my I found myself saying last night as they were getting beat down, like, they need one more guy. They need Roman Reigns. Or they need a guy like that, you know what I mean, to be To go that, up against them. Yeah, you they well, need you got that Samoa Joe on you got Samoa Joe on that that brand. Yeah, but I don't know if he works with them. There's Samoans. I understand no, I understand that. You're I'm not gonna saying, get Reigns on SmackDown. No, I know, but I'm just saying I don't think there's anyone that really goes with them as far as on the roster that you're going to put with them. The Usos? Yeah, I, you I can try see and, Samoa Joe fitting. You can try and Usos. elevate a, a mid-card talent. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I'd, it's going to be hard, but... Like Ty uh, Dillinger? Yeah, Ty might be able to hang. I mean, in the ring, of course he is, but... Welcome to the Uso 10 Atentory. Pen a ten, jury. Pen a ten. Yeah, yeah, it was better. Yeah, good for you. Thank you. You've been, you've <laughs> I been, don't get many. <laughs> you've been studying. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, you're right. That was a great segment. I love seeing Sanity finally. Um, the only beef was don't announce it. Let them come out and do the exact same thing. Like have the Usos cut that promo to nobody, just letting yes. everyone know that we're still around, and then the music goes out. Yeah, the fucking crowd would have went crazier. Yes. And it would have made more sense because it's not controlled chaos. Yes, It's exactly. not planned chaos. It's just fucking chaos. Yes. Yeah, so don't, announce, right. don't announce the chaos before it happens. Yeah, first they tweeted out during the day. Yeah. Then they played the promo before the commercial break. Don't even do that. Out. Let like, the Usos yeah, be right. in the ring when the, when the commercial comes up and the Usos talking about it. This is the Uso penitentiary still mm-hmm. and whatnot. And then have them get beat down. Yeah, no, you're right. By it's a surprise. Better, yeah, it's it definitely better. It, makes, it just makes more sense, and I think everyone, I'm not going to claim fame to that, I think everyone said the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. Why the hell, I mean, we're glad to see them, but dude, there's a better way to take this. Yes. Yeah. So still lackluster. <laughs> bless you? Yes. Okay, bless kind you. of. It was a call. Okay. I didn't know if it was a call for a sneeze. Um, it was a keys. Okay, good. <laughs> so I think, uh, like you said, everyone was Snow. kind of iffy with that the way they did it and that's typically what the storyline writing has been so yeah at best best. yeah but we did get a gauntlet match and boy did we get a fucking gauntlet match yes I mean my pick was done right out the bat because as soon as he came in against Brian I was like fuck Big E ain't winning this yeah I agree but I picked Big E to win that and I think he took a step in the right direction also because him and Brian had the majority of the time in the ring. They did. Yeah. They had the first 15, 18 minutes, something yeah, like and that. They gave a good, they gave a good amount to, uh, um, wow. Why am I blanking? I can tell you why. Not, you're not going to like <laughs> no, it. No, it wasn't, wasn't Rusev. Um, 
Why did I immediately get a Rusev? God. Who was second? Help me out, please. It was Joe. Yes, Samoa Joe. Thank you. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you're just not wearing a shirt that says Joe four times. Yes, I am. But, uh, yeah, Samoa Joe, I thought they put a good amount of time. And from two ROH guys, it was entertaining to see them two back in the ring together. Yeah, I think a lot of people were hoping to see that too. And you got a little taste of it. But the weird part was the fucking Bludgeon Brothers. Yes. And I hope this tr- rumor of the Bludgeon Brothers against Daniel Bryan being a feud and being a thing coming up, this was the tease for it. I hope this isn't a, a damn thing. When was this a thing? This is what had come out after last night, is that this is what they were teasing. This is the reason they did it, to have the Bludgeon Brothers feud with Daniel Bryan as a one-on-two thing. Okay. And then need help. And then they a, win the tag get, like, king. Oh, no. I'm just saying. Team hell what, no again? I, I'm just, Why? He's fucking governing a fucking state right now. Or something like that. Yeah, or something like that. But that's I'm just telling you what 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 I read. That can't be right. I'm not gonna accept that as I truth. hope not, believe me. I hope not. I mean if he gets a legitimate partner, I'm okay with it, but not fucking another part timer who's gonna come back to win the title to lose it again. No. Let I just him, don't see let a... him partner with Ty Gillinger. They could be the the ten, yes ten. The ten yeses. <laughs> That makes a little bit more sense. Uh, but yeah, I agree. I, I don't want it to happen. I hope I hope it's completely false, this rumor. But that's what they said, and that was the reason. And then out comes my pick to win the gauntlet match, The Miz. Yeah, you were looking in a lot better shape than me. And uh, skull-crushing finale, one, two, three, threw him out of the ring. He looked real good until... The next person came yeah, in. Yeah, until uh, Rusev Day hit. And that was it. They still give him the chance, but he comes down to the ring fucking stone cold serious Mm -hmm. the hood on gets in the ring i mean he plays to the crowd a little bit yeah which is good but he that was a great in going back and forth too with the miz and rusev this was a highlighted match of guys that don't typically work with each other yes yeah every single single when are you gonna see another big e versus daniel bryan yeah that was great i mean and fucking the way that bryan chopped down big e but big e's power was fucking insane Mm -hmm. that was great and then Samoa Joe, Daniel Bryan, that's technical wizardry at its finest. Yeah. But um, then you get Rusev in The Miz, and you don't typically see that either because now you're kind of, you almost have Rusev in a complete face role. And even more so after that match ends, and it's Aiden English who gets who's, gets slapped by AJ Styles and Rusev doesn't attack him. Yes, yeah. Because normally that's the heel move. He's going to attack him. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have a heel manager with a almost face Rusev. Yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect for what they're going to have to build with him and AJ. Yeah. So you, I mean, obviously, I mean, it could go either way. You can finally turn Styles because Rusev is probably more over than Styles right now. Yeah, you're probably right. Absolutely. I mean, the or you crowd could do, reaction. You could do the fucking that. weird thing that WWE doesn't like doing and have two faces go against each other. Yes. And just have battling fucking... That would be so refreshing. Yeah. Just have battling chants the whole time. <laughs> yeah, they haven't done that in a long time. No, it was Hogan Rock. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I would say Cena Rock for the second one. Cena Roman? Cena... But you weren't getting the reactions that you wanted out of that one. No, you weren't. You were getting reactions, but it wasn't anything like the Rusev Day, AJ Styles chance you would get. Oh, yeah, no. Absolutely, you're right. So, I mean, we touched on a lot. 
We touched on a lot, but, I mean, it flew by. It really did. Just like this week. It flies by when you get a good, really good, wholesome week of wrestling. You know what we forgot? He's wagging the finger. You know what we forgot? I have no fucking idea what we forgot. I know, because you skipped right past it. The second topic question. Oh. My bad. That's okay. So, it just kind of hit me with a little bit of time left. Um, I wasn't going to touch on reactions anyway, because I think everyone was spent after all the reactions they gave to the first one. Yes. So... Um, I basically put out there with the recent talks of the Australia show, do shows like these take away from the pay-per-view that follows them? Also, with already shaky storylines and booking, should they continue to do these? Sure, the financial game helps, gain helps, but does it hurt the product? It's kind of up in the air. I mean, with the big shot that they took with the Greatest Royal Rumble, I definitely think it affected, what was it, Backlash that was right after that? Yeah. It definitely affected Backlash. They had... And that was my my mindset when I put this out there. Like, is this the Australia going to be... Do they have? Did they pick a date October. for it? October. October so, 9th, I believe. If it, if it goes from October 9th, so no, you'll have a pay-per-view, then you'll have Survivor Series. October 6th, I'm sorry. Yeah, so... Yeah. It might affect the lesser pay-per-view that you're going to get, but hopefully it won't affect the following one, which would be Survivor Series. Well, and that was that was the other thing. And I, I want to clarify that because someone said I like these. I like them too. I'm not downgrading this. It's a it's big a, house show. It, it, yeah, and that's what it is. The big house show, it's a lot of production to take such a big house show overseas and do this. And not only that, take your talent overseas to come right back for a house show, which it's worth it. They're going to make a lot of money off it. You're going to get a lot of fans happy over there. The stadium holds 100,000 without a ground, you know, without the ground seats. So it's good. it might surpass the, the WrestleMania record. Well, here here's the thing. If you're going to do this, do fantasy booking matches. Do mm-hmm. what the fans want to see. Well, like and the Triple it, H it, and Undertaker It won't affect storylines yeah. because you can get, just fuck it, put Rusev versus Rollins. Mm-hmm. Just do a co-branding where everyone's fighting each other. So when you get back from overseas, you could pick up where you left off. You just had a bunch of fun matches for, and you didn't really have any crazy implications. Put on a big house show. Yeah. Maybe have one or two titles actually defended, and maybe one, one actually a lose, but then they come back overseas and it'll be the rematch. Like yeah. if you have a storyline, if you have a big storyline going, maybe just have that match, and then the rest have fun matches. Yeah, you're like right. Like dream-style fantasy booking matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and that that's why they did already announce a Hunter vs. Taker last time ever, supposedly. I would hope so. So, uh, yeah. I mean, Triple H looks like he can still go, but Taker fucking can't walk. Yeah. so I'm sure it takes him an hour to get up after he takes a shit, too. <laughs> but, th- like I said, I wasn't downing the event because I think it's going to be a great event. I enjoyed the Greatest Royal Rumble. I'm going to enjoy this. I think it's going to be great. I was just asking a simple question because I know what it did to Backlash after the Greatest Royal Rumble. So that was the other thing that got in my mind. Does it kind of take away a little bit? I mean, they they kind of went in there blind anyway to fucking Backlash. They didn't really have strong storylines going in there. Very it was, true. It was kind yeah. of a clusterfuck. I mean, because of the Greatest Royal Rumble that they sunk so much into and time and investing... They wanted to put on the best show possible there, so... And that was that's my they point. They kind of gave up on storylines before that. Yeah. Yeah, that's my point, is that... Does that hurt? Because you... No, if you do it right, that. and you just book all the matches now, maybe leave one or two up in the air, 
book all the matches now so you know what you're getting into when you get over there. And yeah. continue the storylines, keep writing, do it the smart way. Do it like you're actually invested in your company for the long haul, not for these big pops. I was going to say, how often does that happen in today's WWE? I don't know. I'm not in the back. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. So uh, that was uh, that was our show for this week. Um, we touched on both uh, topic questions now and uh, discussed the big cast firing. Um, and also Money in the Bank and Monday Night Raw and SmackDown are off off on the right foot this week. So let's hope uh, they follow suit they next have, week. They have a lot of great momentum. Just don't fuck it up. Yeah, absolutely. So until next week and next time, um, down the road we have a one, two, three interviews coming up. Four. Four interviews coming up. Yeah, we got some interviews coming up, so we'll be releasing some double week episodes. Yes. More content, hopefully better content. Hope you all enjoy. Until the next time, I am the Supreme Dream. And I am the Irish Nightmare. We hope you enjoyed the show. And everybody have a good week. Later!